Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Cheap Thrills. I hope you guys are doing well, and let's get started on the top stories of the week. And now, here's your top stories in gaming. So this week, um, we're going to talk a little bit about Mortal Kombat 11. Um, inside Xbox, I'm going over a couple of notes, guys. Um, Cyberpunk 2077, um, Nintendo Quarter Reports. And, oh, never mind, because I thought something was revealed about a game around Doom and the Nintendo Switch, but it was a thing. Um, but Ninjala, that's going to be delayed. We'll start off with that. Um, due to the COVID-19, they announced that um, they're going to delay that game until June 25th, which is not bad. Um, It gives a lot of people time to um, get what they have or what they're playing right now out of the way. Um, That's going to Nintendo quarterly parts. So, first off, there's sorry guys, I didn't um, another notification was on fifty five point seventy seven consoles out there that has been sold. Now I'm sure that they would have reached sixty. But due to everybody in quarantine, that people couldn't find this system. But right now, it is sitting at 55.77 million systems out there. Now, the breakout start was Animal Crossing New Horizon. Okay, when this game was, was released, of course, we knew it was going to do numbers, but not like this. And keep in mind, the time that Animal Crossing came out, Doom came out the same day. Animal Crossing is sitting at more than 13 million units sold. That's insane. And for the first 11 days, they sold over 11 million units sold. That is 1 million of these games sold every day. 
Now you couldn't get it physically. They had to download it. And there is so much, so much to do. And and the content that is going to continue to come in throughout the whole year. Everyone is playing this game. Get your life together. If you have a Nintendo Switch. And get in here. I have been enjoying this game immensely. It's for me. This game has been a great tool to help manage my anxiety. Um, something else to know. of the Nintendo games sold 1 million and 9 sold over 10 million there is something about that game design their team, just their games in general, that they just have, they're evergreen, they just have legs. People just, if you get a new system, you just get these great games. Let's go down the list. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is sitting at 24.77. That means one out of two people had that game. One out of two people had that game. Super Smash Brothers is 18 point. That's one in three. The Legend of Zelda is 17.41. The same with Mario Odyssey, Pokemon Sword and Shield, that's at 17, Pokemon Let's Go, that's at 11, Animal Crossing is at 1177, I I still can't believe it, well not 1177, but this was at the time as of March 2020, March 31st, 2020. Splatoon 2. 10 million. Mario Party 10 million. First of all, who is buying all these Mario Parties? Like, clearly there is a market and and I know everyone is in the same frame of mind I'm in as far as one, where's the content? Not saying that the game isn't fun and the content is not like you know it's bad on it it's not it's just you would think that after five million there would be like okay let's throw some DLC at it but they're not doing anything with that game anything um but it's 
10 million and it's constantly rising. Um, and Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, that is their first party games that is doing incredible. And below that one, um, it's um, Super Mario Maker 2. That's insane. And then it was just reported yesterday that um, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez just bought the game. And then she went to Twitter and let everybody know that she's going to be visiting islands. Like, come on, guys. Get your life. Get your life. So, um... Jesus Christ. Let's go over these 18 million published games so far. Um... Fire Emblem, that did close to 3 million. Ring Fit did close to 3 million. I'm still looking for that game. Um, Astro Chain did a million. Marvel Ultimate Alliance did a million. Pokemon Dungeon, Mystery Dungeon did 1.2 million. Now that's shocking. Um, Link Awakening, of course, that's just a regular Nintendo. That's 18. Luigi Mansion did um, 6. I don't understand. It's just doing these numbers. I mean, don't get me wrong. I adore my games on the Nintendo Switch. And I primarily play there. Because it's just... I don't know. It's just, I just want to have fun. And yeah, that's pretty much the um, the breakdown of what's going on with um, Nintendo. Now, let's talk about Cyberpunk 2077. Okay, so, and this is per report that players can select a gender and customize their character, which was expected in the game. Customization also includes depictions of breasts, buttocks, genitalia, as well as a variety of size and combination of said genders. Yes, that they 
are really going up because you know you're going to have moments where you're performing explicit acts and whatnot and I guess that's going to play a role. Um, They said that players can encounter events where they have an option to engage in sexual activities with um, other main characters or processes. These brief scenes, from a first-person perspective, depict or depicts partial nude characters moaning suggestively while moving through various positions. In some scenes, depictions of thrusting motions and the other one is head movement towards partners crouch. They are going all out with this game. I am excited. I'm going to pick it up on my PS4. That's going to be one of, if not the last game I pick up for the PlayStation. Um, wow, September 17th can't come soon enough. Now, Mortal Kombat 11 um, has a new story. Um, it's, it's called Aftermath, and it will feature brand new cinematic stories centered around trust and deceit, fire lord or fire god, Luke Kang, the new keeper of time and protector of Earthworm, looks to secure the future he envisions. In order to do so, he is forced to enlist the help of some unlikely allies and familiar foes. Players will have to decide who they can trust and who they must defeat with the fate on the line. Forge a new history. Now, some of the new characters that will be playable of course, they're going to be for purchase. Um, Shiva, Fungshin, and Robocop. Now, there will be some new features such as friendships and stage fatalities, which will be free to anyone who bought the game before. And the story will be available for anyone who bought it before. Um, but yeah, you have to purchase these new new characters and whatnot. So yeah, um, that will be out at the end of the month on May 26th. Okay, so the big story of the week was about Xbox. Now, Xbox held this 30-minute sizzle reel around the Xbox Series X. And this was shown in Inside Xbox. Some of the games that were notably 
that was not about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, that was supposed to be a gameplay. We'll get into that shenanigans there later on. Um, Bright Memory in Infinite. That was the first game shown. And that game is being developed by one person in Japan. And it looks incredible. Now, the fact that it is by one person, I'm sure the campaign will be short, but the gaming mechanics that what they've shown, the, the graphics, it's it's hard to believe that that was just one person, but they're incredibly tight, I mean talented. Now, Bright Memory is a hybrid of SPF and Action Combat already available on Steam. It's episodic, if I'm not mistaken. Um, right? Not that. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me get this straight because I don't want you, you guys to be confused. Bright Memory was the first episode. Bright Memory Infinity which is supposed to come to the Xbox Series X, is the full game. Um, it combines traditional shooting with melee, with melee combat in a mysterious, whack, futuristic world. Also, you can drive a car, which looks like the DeLorean. I, when I first saw that part, I was like, why? But, okay, we'll go with it. Call of the Scene, which is a first-person adventure set in 1930s. It's a walking simulation. And it has, I think, um, I don't know if you guys remember Miss. Think Miss 2020. Um, course, it's a space combat shooter. With a difference, adding story to a genre usually mix of aerial acrobats and precision shooting. You play the haunted Nara piloting, piloting her sentient starfighter. Now, when I first saw this, I'm thinking, okay, this is like Star Fox. Beautiful with humans. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an incredible game. I think it's gonna be incredible. Dirt Five. Um, that's one called Masters. Um, Troy Baker and Nolan North will be lending their voices to the game. Why are they the only two people who constantly keep getting all of these these huge like don't get me wrong I think that they are very talented I'm not knocking the hustle. I'm knocking the game. Not the game but I don't like to hear their voices every game 
because it makes it less significant. Like we need to expand your horizon. But then here I am assuming that maybe there are other people. There's a, a huge array of voice actors in the bedroom and not be Matin and that hell 21 that's Professor Sizzleville. Scarlet Nexus, which is like an upgraded astral chain. Scorn. It's supposed to be a first person horror shooter, but from what I got from that trailer, it looked not only does it look scary, it looks disgusting. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where they're gonna go with this. Second extension, think Turok. The Ascent, think, um, Cyberpunk Diablo. The Medium, um, think, um, Along in the Dark, or what's that other game called again? Um, Silent Hill. Vampire the Masquerade, that looks like a PS3 game, if I'm being honest with you. Yakuza, uh, Yakuza, like a dragon, I could not help but think of Enter the, not Enter the Dragon, but The Last Dragon. <laughs> I could not help but think of The Last Dragon when I when I looked at this trailer. It looks fun. It looks comical. Um, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Now, prior to the event, they said that it was going to be a gameplay trailer. So I saw it and I was looking. I mean, I saw this live. And when that sizzle reel was over with, I said, okay, where's the gameplay? And everybody was like, they've been duped. Since then, the one of the creative directors came out and apologized and said that this is the start of their campaign or their promotional run and whatnot for this game. But here's the thing, guys, don't say that it's a gameplay trailer because we already got a, a CG, CGI splice of what this game could possibly look like. And then, to be honest with you, after seeing some of these games, couldn't help but think that okay some of these games can do well on the current platforms now a lot of people are also upset about how this 
turned out inside Xbox and how it looks, the games look like going into the future. And I went in with low expectations because I figured that this was going to be their filler. You know when they have this huge presentation and there's a lot of filler? This was the fillers. And on that note, I thought it did fine. A lot of people was expecting E3 presentation and E3 games first party that comes next month. So I don't understand why it received a lot of hate. I can understand why Assassin's Creed Valhalla gets the hate because they lied. But this presentation, it was okay. I'm not, I, I didn't think it was bad. I thought that it was just, it just was. And it also gave us an insight of how these announcements of these next games are going to be announced. So, buckle up guys, this is the new norm. Um, a couple of people just ran to Twitter and ran to there. And a lot of PlayStation fans dogged this presentation out. I don't like that because it I hate this console war. I hate it. Number one, when it comes to PlayStation, we don't know what the system looks like. We don't know we don't know nothing past the controller of this game. Now don't get me wrong, we do know the specs and whatnot, but we have not seen anything in action. So until you know we get a little bit more information on that. Maybe you want to hold back your judgments on how this presentation was. It wasn't the best, but I like the fact that they got it out of the way. I like that they got the full fillers out of the way because that means that next month they're going to bring their A game. And I'm still looking forward to owning the Xbox Series X? Yes. Now, if these were the only games, I would have been like, no. No, 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 no. No, I can hold off. <laughs> but I know this is, um, these are not the, this is just a glimpse of what's to come. And the last piece of news, GDC, of course that's gone. What is that? It's um something Tokyo Gaming Show, TGS. That's been canceled. Uh, I don't know why people thought that was going to happen. I told you guys, after this COVID, everything is being shut down. So, yeah, those are the top stories in gaming.
here's your top stories in gaming. So this week, um, we're gonna talk a little bit about Mortal Kombat 11. Um, inside Xbox, I'm going over a couple of notes, guys. Um, Cyberpunk 2077, um, Nintendo Quarter Reports, and, oh, never mind, because I thought something was revealed about a game around Doom and the Nintendo Switch, but it was a thing. Um, but Ninjala, that's going to be delayed. We'll start off with that. Um, due to the COVID-19, they announced that um, they're going to delay that game until June 25th, which is not bad. Um, it gives a lot of people time to um, get what they have or what they're playing right now out of the way. Um, that's going to Nintendo quarterly parts. So, first off, there's Sorry guys, I didn't um, know the notifications was on. 55.77 consoles out there that has been sold. Now I'm sure that they would have reached 60, but due to everybody in quarantine, that people couldn't find this system. But right now, it is sitting at 55.77 million systems out there. Now, the break got started was Animal Crossing New Horizon. Okay, when this game was, was released, of course we knew it was going to do numbers, but not like this. And keep in mind, the time that Animal Crossing came out, Doom came out the same day. Animal Crossing is sitting at more than 13 million units sold. That's insane. And for the first 11 days, they sold over 11 million units sold. That is 1 million of these games sold every day. Now you couldn't get it physically. They had to download it. And There is so much, so much to do, and and the content that is going to continue to come in throughout the whole year, 
Everyone is playing this game. Get your life together. If you have a Nintendo Switch, and get in here. I have been enjoying this game immensely. It's for me. This game has been a great tool to help manage my anxiety. Um, something else to know. of the Nintendo games sold 1 million and 9 sold over 10 million there is something about that game design their team, just their games in general, that they just have, they're evergreen, they just have legs. People just, if you get a new system, you just get these great games. Let's go down the list. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is sitting at 24.77. That means one out of two people had that game. One out of two people had that game. Super Smash Brothers is 18 point. That's one in three. The Legend of Zelda is 17.41. The same with Mario Odyssey, Pokemon Sword and Shield, that's at 17, Pokemon Let's Go, that's at 11, Animal Crossing is at 1177, I I still can't believe it, well not 1177, but this was at the time as of March 2020, March 31st, 2020. Splatoon 2. 10 million. Mario Party 10 million. First of all, who is buying all these Mario Parties? Like, clearly there is a market and and I know everyone is in the same frame of mind I'm in as far as one, where's the content? Not saying that the game isn't fun and the content is not like you know it's bad on it it's not it's just you would think that after five million there would be like okay let's throw some DLC at it but they're not doing anything with that game anything Uh, but it's 10 million and it's constantly rising um, and Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, that is their first party games that is doing incredible. And below that one, um, it's um, Super Mario Maker 2. 
That's insane. And then it was just reported yesterday that um, Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez just bought the game. And then she went to Twitter and let everybody know that she's going to be visiting islands. Like, come on, guys. Get your life. Get your life. So, um... Jesus Christ. Let's go over these 18 million published games so far. Um... Fire Emblem, that did close to 3 million. Ring Fit did close to 3 million. I'm still looking for that game. Um, Astro Chain did a million. Marvel Ultimate Alliance did a million. Pokemon Dungeon, Mystery Dungeon did 1.2 million. Now that's shocking. Um, Link Awakening, of course, that's just a regular Nintendo. That's 18. Luigi Mansion did um six. I don't understand. It's just doing these numbers. I mean, don't get me wrong. I adore my games on the Nintendo Switch. And I primarily play there. Because it's just... I don't know. It's just, I just want to have fun. Yeah, that's pretty much the um, the breakdown of what's going on with um, Nintendo. Now, let's talk about Cyberpunk 2077. Okay, so, and this is per report that players can select a gender and customize their character, which was expected in the game. Customization also includes depictions of breasts, buttocks, genitalia, as well as a variety of size and combination of said genders. Yes, that they are really going up because you know they're going to have moments where you're performing explicit acts and whatnot and I guess that that's going to play a role. Um, they said that players can encounter events where they have an option to engage in sexual activities with um 
other main characters or processes. These brief scenes, from a first-person perspective, depict or depicts partial nude characters moaning suggestively while moving through various positions. In some scenes, depictions of thrusting motions and the other one is head movement towards partners crouch. They are going all out with this game. I am excited. I'm going to pick it up on my PS4. That's going to be one of, if not the last game I pick up for the PlayStation. Um, wow, September 17th can't come soon enough. Now, Mortal Kombat 11 um, has a new story. Um, it's called Aftermath, and it will feature brand new cinematic stories centered around trust in the sea, fire lord or fire god, Luke Kang, the new keeper of time and protector of earthworm, looks to secure the future he envisions. In order to do so, he is forced to enlist the help of some unlikely allies and familiar foes. Players will have to decide who they can trust and who they must defeat with the fate on the line. Forge a new history. Now some of the new characters that will be playable, of course they're gonna be for purchase. Um, Shiva, Funshin, and Robocop. Now that will be some new features such as friendships and stage fatalities which would be free to anyone who bought the game before. And the story will be available for anyone who bought it before. Um, but yeah, you have to purchase these new, new characters and whatnot. So yeah, um, that will be out at the end of the month on May 26th. Okay, so the big story of the week was about Xbox. Now, Xbox held this 30-minute sizzle reel around the Xbox Series X and this was shown in Inside Xbox. Some of the games that were notably that was notable. Assassin's Creed Valhalla that was supposed to be a gameplay. We'll get into that shenanigans there later on. Um, Bright Memory in Infinite that was the first game shown, and that game is being developed by one person in Japan, and it looks incredible. 
Now, the fact that it is by one person, I'm sure the campaign will be short, but the gaming mechanics that what they've shown, the, the graphics, it's, it's hard to believe that that was just one person, but they're incredibly tight, I mean talented. Now, Bright Memory is a hybrid of SPF and Action Combat already available on Steam. It's episodic, if I'm not mistaken. Um, right? Not that. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me get this straight because I don't want you, you guys to be confused. Right memory was the first episode. Right memory infinity which is supposed to come to the Xbox Series X, is the full game. Um, it combines traditional shooting with melee, with melee combat in a mysterious, whack, futuristic world. Also, you can drive a car, which looks like the DeLorean. I, when I first saw that part, I was like, why? But, okay, we'll go with it. Call of the Scene, which is a first-person adventure set in 1930s. It's a walking simulation. And it has, I think, um, I don't know if you guys remember Miss. Think Miss 2020. Um, course, it's a space combat shooter. With a difference, adding story to a genre usually mix of aerial acrobats and precision shooting. You play the haunted Nara piloting, piloting her sentient starfighter. Now, when I first saw this, I'm thinking, okay, this is like Star Fox. Beautiful with humans. Yeah, I think it's gonna be an incredible game. I think it's gonna be incredible. Dirt Five. Um, that's one called Masters. Um, Troy Baker and Nolan North will be lending their voices to the game. Why are they the only two people constantly keep getting all of these these huge like don't get me wrong I think that they are very talented I'm not knocking the hustle. I'm knocking the game. Not the game but I don't like to hear their voices every game because it makes it less significant like we need to expand your horizon but then here I am assuming that maybe there are other people there's a, a huge array of voice actors in the very room might not be Matten and that 21 that's what just a sizzle reel 
Scarlet Nexus, which is like an upgraded astral chain. Scorn. <laughs> it's supposed to be a first person horror shooter, but from what I got from that trailer, it looked not only does it look scary, it looks disgusting. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where they're gonna go with this. Second extension, think Turok. The Ascent, think, um, Cyberpunk Diablo. The Medium, um, think, um, Along in the Dark, or what's that other game called again? Um, Silent Hill. Vampire the Masquerade, that looks like a PS3 game if I'm being honest with you Yakuza uh, Yakuza like a dragon I could not help but think of into the not into the dragon but the last dragon <laughs> I could not help but think of The Last Dragon when I when I looked at this trailer. It looks fun. It looks comical. Um, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Now, prior to the event, they said that it was going to be a gameplay trailer. So I saw it and I was looking. I mean, I saw this live. And when that sizzle reel was over with, I said, okay, where's the gameplay? And everybody was like, they've been duped. Since then, the, one of the creative directors came out and apologized and said that this is the start of their campaign or their promotional run and whatnot for this game. But here's the thing, guys, don't say that it's a gameplay trailer because we already got a, a CG CGI splice of what this game could possibly look like and then to be honest with you after seeing some of these games I couldn't help but think that Okay, some of these games can do well on the current platforms. Now, a lot of people are also upset about how this turned out inside Xbox and how it looks, the games look like going into the future. And I went in with low expectations because... I figured that this was going to be their filler. You know when they have this huge presentation and there's a lot of filler? This was the fillers. And 
on that note, I thought it did fine. A lot of people was expecting E3 presentation and E3 games first party that comes next month. So I don't understand why it received a lot of hate. I can understand why Assassin's Creed Valhalla gets the hate because they lied. But this presentation, it was okay. I'm not, I, I didn't think it was bad. I thought that it was just, it just was. And it also gave us an insight of how these announcements of these next games are going to be announced. So, buckle up guys, this is the new norm. Um, a couple of people just ran to Twitter and ran to there. And a lot of PlayStation fans dogged this presentation out. I don't like that because it I hate this console war. I hate it. Number one, when it comes to PlayStation, we don't know what the system looks like. We don't know we don't know nothing but past the controller of this game. Now don't get me wrong, we do know the specs and whatnot, but we have not seen anything in action. So until you know we get a little bit more information on that. Maybe you want to hold back your judgments on how this presentation was. It wasn't the best, but I like the fact that they got it out of the way. I like that they got the full fillers out of the way because that means that next month they're going to bring their A game. And I'm still looking forward to owning the Xbox Series X? Yes. Now, if these were the only games, I would have been like, no. No, 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 no. No, I can hold off. <laughs> but I know this is, um, these are not the, this is just a glimpse of what's to come. And the last piece of news, GDC, of course that's gone. What is that? It's um something Tokyo Gaming Show, TGS. That's been canceled. Uh, I don't know why people thought that was going to happen. I told you guys, after this COVID, everything is being shut down. So, yeah, those are the top stories in gaming. top stories in pop culture. So as you guys know that we're all local horror team and there isn't a lot of pop culture news but we're gonna cover what we have. Um, 
Let's start off with Adele and her birthday pictures. Now, she put out some pictures on Instagram and she was trending number one worldwide because she looks fabulous. Now, I'm not saying that she didn't look fabulous then. I thought Adele, I, okay, if I'm going to be honest with you guys, a lot of people are talking about her weight loss and they're saying like, oh my God, she got skinny like very fast and whatnot. Keep in mind, this woman has been through some things. She just got the divorce. She had to pay half of her assets to this man after she had a kid by him and whatnot. So she's like, she's, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know that woman's life. But everyone is shocked and they're like, uh, I don't know how to feel about this. Now, here's the thing. I don't think that it's just fat shaming because it's not. It's not saying that she looked better that she was fat. It's just that she came out of nowhere with this weight loss, and it was a it was a shock because if everybody knows Adele, everybody knows Adele. We love Adele. It's it's that we know her to be big bone. She was a big girl. And she was gorgeous even then as a big girl. It's just, it was a shock to see her lose that weight from day to morning. It was just too fast. Now, I don't know if she was on the ground showing her progress and whatnot. And if she did, I don't understand the frustration. For me, I don't follow her on the ground. I don't even follow her, like, unless her album is being released. But it shocked me. It shocked me. And I have to be honest, when I first saw her, I was like... Okay, I kind of like the big one, and not saying that she should be big. Anyone should be healthy. The reason why I said that is because I felt like that was really like damn, like it, it it went too fast for me. And. But I am happy that she's healthy. I am happy that she loves her new body. Her new weight now, she has the same body. Um, As long as she's happy and she is living her life to the fullest, then I am happy for her. I don't understand why a lot of people are condemning her for, you know, the weight loss. Because... They should want her, their favorite artist, to be healthy and happy. Ugh, whatever. Child, look. You look good. You showed up and you showed out. 
and that's pretty much all. Now, Lady Gaga is releasing her new album, Chromatica, at the end of the month. She went to Twitter and Instagram and said that, yeah, I think it's um, May 26th, if I'm not mistaken. I'm going to put that up real quick. May 29th. That is when the album is going to be released. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun album. I'm on the shade room and I'm reading that Princess Love officially files for divorce. Um, Ray J. Okay, was it like a couple of days ago when I read that they were having problems because he was out he was out wanting to see his friends and they just had that they just had their baby and she was like if you keep running out like this I don't want you in the house which is reasonable and now she files from divorce These reality shows, couples are just too much. Um, Brandy has a new album, B7. Not bad. I heard her first single and was like, okay, baby mama. Let's talk a little bit about this um, Tyra Banks situation. Now, of course, everybody knows that back in the days, it was very problematic with um, modeling and whatnot. And Tyra Banks came out with the show, America Next Top Model. It was very, very successful. And um, some of the things that she said back then was cringeworthy. And people are now drinking this up. But they have to understand that back then, the world was in a different place. Now, we're going to focus a little bit on Danielle. Now, Danielle had a gap in her mouth. Or tooth. Teeth. Not tooth. Teeth. And, um, Tyra wanted her to get you know, get it closed, and she was like, no, she didn't want to get it closed, she wanted to make, you know, make it a standout, you know, thing about herself, she wanted to stand out, and that was what she was going for, I mean, Danielle was very gorgeous, but, um, it came back because this one girl, she had, um, she didn't have a gap, and she went to the dentist and got a gap in her T 
teeth. And it's like, it was very, it wasn't controversial then because she was marketing these ladies and whatnot, but I, I just think that it was back then and probably in some places now, the modeling world is crazy. It's insane. The, the stuff that these girls and guys went through in order to stay relevant, in order to stay fit and on top of those magazine covers and whatnot. I don't know. I just don't see why she's getting all this criticism. I, I think the reason why it's coming up is because she's like this pro-body guru and whatnot, but she did all this. But you gotta understand, she was running a machine. And at that time, you know, these were the standards of making it in the modeling world. And they didn't, of course they went on to make it into high fashion, but Even back then, it was pretty much like catalog. It wasn't high, high fashion. I mean, Tara Banks was never high fashion. She was strictly catalog. Now, Naomi Campbell, that's high fashion. Oh, whatever. It's insane. Um, oh, look at this mess here. Okay, this is football player Earl Thomas. And, okay, he's having his wife. If she's not his wife, hold on, let me look this up. Because this story was insane. Talk about, okay, he was going with his brother. He was meeting up with these random women, having orgies, and then he wanted to come home and sit up under her. And... She called him, she called him up because he was on Snapchat and she followed him and found out where he was. Him and his brother was found butt naked in an orgy with these women and she wanted to scare him with a pistol. So she held a pistol to his head, but she didn't know because it didn't have a, a, a clip inside of it. But it did have a round in the um, the clip, I guess. I don't really know how guns work. And he, of course, you know, wrestled her down and it went off. And she was terrified, of course she got arrested and whatnot, but she got off on bail. But what did you expect? What did you guys really expect? Number one, this says a lot about their relationship. One, you didn't know your wife. Because that seems like a very fiery personality. And how in the world did you not know this about this woman before you decided that you want to go and have an orgy with these women and not know that this woman will hunt you down. Number two, with all of this that's going on in the world, this is, 
if you would risk your health and the potential health of your family so that you can go and do something like this speaks more to you as a person like you are an asshole you're an asshole it's not even that important and furthermore what is going on in your sex life that you feel that whatever you okay I'm gonna talk a little bit I'm just gonna sound a little personal but here's the thing I've always felt that when it comes to me being in a relationship I don't want my man to wander and what I mean by that is that you should be able to fulfill each other in the bedroom so that there's no like what if or nothing like that because you should be able to experiment in the bedroom with each other and that is I don't like to call it experiment I like to call it be intimate with each other because like are you guys having sex And are are either of you being fulfilled? Child, we're going too deep into this mess, but of course, you know, they sorted out she's going to go to court. She can't be away from this dude. I, I know a divorce is around the corner for them because who will sit there and take that mess? And he should be terrified. And, uh, and the last bit of news is Justin Bieber and Ariana Grande released a new song called Stuck With You. I heard it. It's a it's enough for me. I just thought that it was um <laughs> Oh god. Oh god. I'm like do you really want to put that song out now? Because a lot of relationships are falling to the wayside because of this quarantine mess. A lot. I guess that's why a lot of people are forcing themselves out, calling it a protest. You know, sweetheart, they just can't stay with the person who they're with or the person who they're dating. Anything else of me? Yeah, I don't see anything else. And I guess those are top stories in pop culture. It looks like we've come to the end of the episode for this week. Thank you for hanging out and listening to 
cheap thrills. I've been your host, Etheria, and I'll see you next week. If you'd like to reach us via email, you can contact us at cheapthrillspodcast01 at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cheapthrillspodcast01. 